You're tuned in to Fork Podcast. These are the COVID quarantine editions. These podcasts are to help people with their mindset, health, and fitness during the lockdown. Literally every industry and individual is at a fork in the road. And these are the stories of the people sharing their experience and vision of how we can emerge better. This is part one of our discussion with fitness and strength coaches, Julia Ballett and Nathan Zentner. They share their personal and professional challenges in the COVID-19 disruption. Big Nathan, he's on now. We're all in. What's going on, guys? Hi, good. How about you, bud? Uh, yeah, we're good. Can't complain. Yeah. Julia? Pretty good, pretty good. So what I want to do with you guys while I've got you both on, on this, I, I'd like to share mostly about right now, I'm sort of calling this the, the, the COVID quarantine episodes because the whole idea is I want to talk about how we can see our field or our expertise and how we hope to emerge out of this period, you know, this, that has, has really sent us all redefining how we do things. And I wanted to share it with people and, and say, listen, man, we're, we're going through it as trainers, as coaches, and we have our own challenges with our own physical fitness and our own goals and our own eating and all of these things. So what would you say has been your biggest challenge as a fitness coach right now with COVID? Um, honestly, I think uh, it was just kind of, like you said, reevaluating how we were going to go through this entire process. Um, initially in the beginning, I, I had a bit of a bit of a panic attack. I like freaked out. Um, but you know, like when you reach out to your clients and check in on them, I think the biggest challenge was that not everyone had that same motivation, whether it was like, you know, because they're parents and they have to tend to their kids during this time, or if they're a student and they're going into finals and everything is online. So, um, or just, you know, being at home, it's, I think it's the first time for a lot of us where we've had this much time on our hands. And so you kind of sometimes just end up sinking into the couch and becoming a couch potato and that motivation is totally gone. So for me, what I did is I kind of just like put it out there. I was like, listen, like if you want to train, like I'm here for you, we can do it over, over FaceTime or Zoom or whatever. Um, I offered like the first session free if they wanted to try it out, see how they liked it. And then moving forward, you know, we would work out a price depending on how many times a week they wanted to train. Um, so I think just like the financial aspect of this entire thing, like was really scary at first because it was like, well, the gyms are closed. And in my opinion, they're going to be one of the last things to reopen. Um, so it, it was tricky to kind of like navigate through that, but you make it work. And hopefully like, as we, you know, come out of the woods, uh, things will slowly get back to normal, whatever that's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, would you like to continue doing some of this online work? Would you like to just keep part of that as your business? Yeah, definitely. I mean, if it, if it's more convenient for some people and if that's what they can achieve in terms of like getting themselves moving, like I'm all for like, let's, even if we just hop on for like 30, 30, uh, 30 minutes and we do a quick workout in like their basement or whatever, and then they go back to work. Like, that's that's fine by me yeah yeah how about you big nate how's that been a holding up for you um it's okay what's it's been, been a challenge for sure i think uh i think initially there was like that lull where you feel kind of like this might only last two weeks so let's do what we can do for two weeks and it's kind of like you just kind of figure it out a little bit um but then once you know that that 
end date kept extending and extending, you kind of, I don't know, you, you have to reevaluate how you're doing things and you have to understand that you don't have certain variables in a gym that you, that you can manipulate. So mm -hmm. now you don't have load anymore because we don't have dumbbells. We don't have, um, you know, machinery or machines and equipment like that. So we have to manipulate volume. We have to manipulate, rep, um, you know, time under tension, things like that. Do you so. think people uh, can stay in good shape without equipment at home? I, I mean, I think so. Personally, it was exciting for me because I tend to focus more on like body weight training anyway, and maybe some free weight training if they have that available. Um, but it was cool. I was training one of my clients just the other day and he is big on like, you know, like heavy lifting and, and, and using like really big weights and stuff. And so it was a bit of a transition for him. But at the end of our session, he was like, wow, like it's a different kind of burn to, to use your own body weight. And he was like kind of surprised, but he was excited about it. So I think it's cool. And it's a good chance for us as, as uh, trainers to kind of get creative with what we can do with what we have around the house. Like I, I've seen on Instagram people using like, like those big like water jugs or just like filling backpacks. That's what I'm doing. That's right. <laughs> I've taken this opportunity to really make a lot of changes in my life. And I'm afraid that people out there are spending so much time panicking and worrying or falling into lethargy that they're losing this incredible opportunity for self-reinvention. Now, with that said, Julia, have you ventured down that road of self-reinvention? Uh, yes, I wouldn't say it was to such an extreme. Like I, I kind of like took small things that I had been uh, meaning to do. Like I know for me, one thing that I've always struggled with is actually like sitting down and reading a book. Um, and so I gave myself a goal. <laughs> I gave myself a goal of, of choosing a book. Actually, this one, I'm sure you guys have heard of this one. Oh so yes, absolutely. Given a bleep. Yeah. Um, and so it's a, it's a relatively small book and it's, it's a fun read. And so I gave myself a goal of reading one chapter every day and nine days later I finished a book. So that was the subtle art of not giving an F, right? That's the one. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, like I know for a lot of people, like reading comes really naturally to them, but for me, that was a huge accomplishment. And it kind of made me see like, see like the, when you really when you set your mind to something and you and you you allocate that time like you really can get it done and we're so resilient in terms of like when things don't always go our way we find ways around it to kind of make it work for the better you know so between that and then in terms of like fitness like i just i've been trying new kinds of fitness uh, workouts where i i follow different trainers and i try certain workouts that they do um, so it's been, it's been fun. Like I've gotten into a little bit of a routine ish, mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool. Okay. Nathan, what's going on with you? What kind of self reinvention do we got going on? Um, well, I think, uh, over the, I mean, for the last little while, at least the last two years, I've been focusing more, um, on myself in terms of improving as an athlete. Mm -hmm. um also as a fitness professional but you know primarily like the largest chunk of my day would be spent training um you know that's right. just not realistic in this in these circumstances so i think i've shifted gears a little bit and and tried to start improving myself as a fitness professional and kind of switching the roles so you know i i too have opened up a book it's uh well you know you know the one nsca um the beast 
of a certification that I've been, that's been kind of looming over me for the last year since I like started it. So I actually started it now. I cracked it open and I'm a pretty good chunk of the way through. Um, it's like super, super complex and like, you know, very scientific. And I find myself doing probably as much research on what I'm reading as I am actually reading. So um, it's really forced me to, to, to learn definitely in-depth fitness that I never thought I would kind of really touch on and that I was reluctant to kind of look into. So I think that's the biggest shift for me since this all started. Um, and yeah, just, I don't know, I was outside yesterday doing different workouts outside, got some rings, doing some muscle ups, whatever I can do. Hell, okay. That's, that's great. So you got some equipment to do the, the, bigger, the bigger lifts, the rings. Yeah, I, had, uh, I had a care package delivered. <laughs> all right. It's almost impossible to find stuff on Amazon. Like I had stuff, that's why, but it was all in the township. So I had my parents bring oh. it home. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Well, okay. So COVID puts us in this environment where we, we're being forced to change. But in that environment, there's voluntary change that we can take on ourselves. Um, there's something to be said about when we're given an opportunity like this, um, instead of always like, you know, like uh, taking advantage of it and like needing to be productive all the time, there's something to be said about taking a step back. Because I know that there are a lot of people who have been working nonstop. And this was the first time in years that they've had all of this time for themselves. And it's interesting because I think one of the things um, for me is that being at home, you know, I don't have any roommates, like I'm, I'm on my own and it's, it's, it's an eerie feeling because you're alone with your thoughts, right? And it's like, usually it's go, go, go. I have a client, I have this, I have that. Um, so when you're alone with your thoughts, like it really, like you're faced with yourself almost and you kind of have to learn how to be with yourself. But I think that it's, it's okay to also take this time to not have to be like, oh, I have all this free time. I have to do something that's gonna, you know, like push me forward in my career when we come out of this. Like not to say that that's not great, but it's also just as important to take that time and just kind of chill out and, and relax for a second. <laughs> oh, yeah, good point. I like that, you know, that last point about feeling like you're, there's this, all this time and what am I gonna do with this time? How am I gonna manage this? And you. It's that whole fear of missing out idea, right? Like we have, we have this big transition phase we're going through right now. And just like when there's any disruption, we know that there's going to be emergent businesses coming out of this disruption. We see already businesses that are taking advantage of it and growing. And we as trainers know that how we manage our time and our business during this disruption will affect whether on the other end, we're one of those people who say, yes, during this disruption, I reinvented my business and now I'm a, you know, I'm a baller in the health and fitness field. Nathan, do you feel like there's any app, that sort of apprehension going on in your head about missing out on opportunities that could be present in our environment right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I struggle with that a lot, for sure. Um, it's probably like my biggest demon right now is just allowing myself to do nothing. And I do a lot of nothing. Um, it's just, it's something that really bothers me and I'm not sure how to get around that. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's like, it, 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 that, that feeling of having to train and then not training is a terrible feeling. Um, it's just, and it, and it happens often. It's like, 
you know, I think people need to understand also from a trainer standpoint, it's not because we're in the fitness industry that this hasn't affected us in terms of our fitness. Like we're not at home, like crushing it every day. Like I'm not training a fraction of what I was before, you know, like not, 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 not even close. Like I, I started running more. Like there are things that I do more of now that I didn't before, but it's, this is like as much of a struggle for us as it is for everyone else who has a trainer and, or, or needs a trainer. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you and you and Rava, one of my former clients were talking just, you know, making a joke that, Oh, like Nathan's the only one that's not going to have love handles after this, (laughs) you know, which is like totally false. Like if I showed you my snack cupboard, you would honestly like, I, I think you don't understand how many bags of chips and popcorn and like crackers. Like I stocked up because I had a moment where I just said like F it to everything and just bought all the junk food I could and just, yeah, it's, it got bad at one point. So I think it's a, like an important takeaway for, at least for people like here that, yeah. you know, it's okay for them to, to struggle with it because we're also struggling with it. Like the, fittest athletes in the world are struggling with it like it's everyone's going through the exact same thing so I think that's a really important point well I saw Julia kind of big bright smiles when you talked about loading up on the junk food and going to town on it (laughs) what was that big smile about Julia it looked like you were relating there Oh, totally relating absolutely no I'm, I'm someone who I'm very much like a creature of habit and like I tend to eat for all occasions, when I'm bored, when I'm happy, when I'm sad, when I'm like, you know, there's always an, it's Tuesday, let's eat. Like, I don't know, that's, you know, but so like, I kind of had to like, think to myself, you know, like what choices do I want to make? How do I want to come out of this quarantine? And I know that when I, for lack of a better term, like let myself go and I, I give into all these cravings, like I'm just, a very unhappy person with myself and I don't want to feel that. So obviously I'll indulge every once in a while for sure. But I try to be a little bit more mindful of, of what I'm eating. And if, and if I choose to have something a little less healthy, like I'll do like, you know, portion control. But like Nathan said, like it happens to all of us. Like we all get cravings. We all just have a moment of like F it. Let me just go out and like buy $40 worth of McDonald's. Cause I do that all the time. So it's just a matter of like, of just, I think like, first of all, a big thing for me was recognizing, am I actually hungry? Maybe I'm just bored. And if that's the case, and if I don't want to, if I, I don't want to put myself in a position where I'm going to be regretting what I ate, then I'm going to just be like, okay, instead of eating, maybe I'll just, I'll FaceTime a friend. I'll use this time to reconnect with, a family member or I'll go outside for a walk but honestly like that's not all the time like I'll, I'll have the occasional chocolate bar or five <laughs> I think the key takeaway though in this is that by you guys being honest like that if people could just understand that you can have these slip-ups, but if your general overall behavior is normally on point, like you generally eat well, you get your exercise in, you prioritize those things, 
it doesn't have to go down this terrible path, right? It doesn't have to get so bad that you're now overweight, you're unhealthy, you have disease, you know, a lifestyle disease of some sort. I think that that's the key takeaway. Yeah. I think people are, um, it's really easy to like slip up on a Wednesday and say, I'll get back tra- back on track on a Monday, you know, just cause it's like, yes. like, no, yeah. you, you screwed up. Like now don't screw up a second time in a row. Like right away, you know, you had a bad lunch, have a good dinner and go from like, I don't know. It's just this constant, like justification, like over and over and over. It's like, this day because of this because it's the first of the month because it's because christmas now and you know it's just yeah Yeah. and i i've got a bit of a beef with the whole idea um i wrote a blog post recently just saying that people are using we're in a crisis so don't be so hard on yourself and i'm like well this crisis is a crisis of health you want to be healthy so that if you get sick you can fight sickness better isn't that, yeah. isn't that a, a valid point? Yeah. And I think there's like, there's two extremes too. You have people that keep making excuses and you have people that take it to such an extreme where, you know, um, like they go on like juice cleanses or like, Hey, mm-hmm. well, like for the next five days, I'm just going to drink my vegetables or I'm going to like, uh, restrict myself of having X, Y, and Z. And I think the biggest misconception is that they have this like diet mentality where it's like, if I do this, for x amount of time then i'll be on the right track and i can just like continue living my life where it's like it's not like a three-week diet is going to make up for i was just talking to someone about this earlier about like it's not going to make up for four years of unhealthy eating it has to be a lifestyle change if you actually want to get the results and you actually want to eat healthy but again like even with that it's different for everyone like i know some people that they have to go cold turkey they can't allow themselves to have any sweets that's what works for them for me, I'm not like that. If I restrict myself completely, I'm going to end up binging. So when I have a craving, I'll allow myself to have something to satisfy that craving. And then like Nathan said, just get right back on track with what you're doing. Like the next meal or the next day, don't have to wait for the first of the month or the following Monday or after so-and-so's birthday, wedding, whatever. Like just, just get it going now. Very good point, man. Very good point. All right, guys, I think that's been some really valuable content. I don't want to slam it all in one episode here because I'd like to set this up again. Bring some new information to people who are looking to, uh, to get their mindset in, in gear and be ready for when things reopen, right? We got to emerge from this better than what we did when we went in today. And thanks again for all your time. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Right. See you guys. Bye, guys. Bye.